You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And the- Let us pray. Father, we bless your precious name. Thank you for the opportunity to be in church. Thank you for the blessing of salvation. Thank you for choosing us, calling us, separating us unto your work, Lord. Thank you for this great blessing. Let it will be done in this service. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may take your seats. Beautiful. So, last week I started sharing with you about the anointing, and um, I want to continue talking about the same thing, because I believe that we must be anointed. Without the anointing, you can't serve God. You, You almost can't do anything. That's why Jesus said to his disciples to wait for the Holy Spirit. So we need deep and deep and deep and deep understanding of the anointing. Hallelujah. So today, what I want to talk to you about is how will I know when I am anointed? How will I know when I'm anointed? So at least, till you see these signs, you will not stop contending for the anointed or pursuing after the anointing. Hallelujah. Um, I don't know whether you've set out to go to a place and you don't know whether you've arrived or not. You have to be calling and checking. Am I there? Am I not there? Uh, I can see a blue door. I can see a green door. I can see a yellow tree outside. You know, you need, you need something, some other things to tell you after you've been on the road for a while. You need some things because perhaps it's not just, you don't, you don't just arrive at a place by time. If I tell you that uh, the distance from your house to Gatwick Airport it's um, an hour and a half. And then you travel for an hour and a half. And um, you say because you've been driving for an hour and a half, you must be at Gatwick. You could be making a huge mistake. Yes. Um, I was going to Heathrow a few days ago. It would usually take me an hour and a half to arrive at Heathrow. But it took me four hours Yes, four hours I was still on the road. Now, I can't say that because it's an hour and a half, I want to come out of the car. Because by the time I had done an hour and a half, 
I was still in my area. I was still in my area. I had not gone anywhere. Nothing has changed. I was just sitting in traffic, chatting, sleeping and waking up, and chatting, and then sleeping and waking up, and I was still around. You see, so, so, so something you can use the wrong things to think that you have something, you've gained something, or you've arrived at the particular place, but you haven't. So that's how we need to know how will I know when I am anointed. Otherwise, a lot of people will say that they are anointed. Because a lot of people say that, look, we've been around for a while. We're there when this, we're where then that, we're here, there when this, we're here when... You know, everybody has, not everybody has a different interpretation for every, every good thing that they would like to have and that they would like to do. It's like, once I've done this, I must have this. Or once I've done this, it means this. Um, I heard someone um, the other day introducing himself as a, a partly qualified chartered accountant. Do you understand? Part qualified means that he started ACC and he hasn't finished. But instead of telling himself that I'm not a chartered accountant, he says he's part qualified because he's, he's past part A, or I don't know what, how the parts are, part A or part B. Or so. It's like I've done those things, so I'm part qualified. So he will never say that, he will never say that the last qualification he has is what he had. He will say that I have attempted. Yes, yeah, so he says that he's part qualified chartered accountant. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So everybody, everybody has a good, a good explanation and a good description. Maybe description is a word. Have a good description of themselves in what they are pursuing in life, including when you come to church. I don't think that you can easily meet a pastor who will tell you that I'm not anointed. Hey, you say he's anointed. You say he's anointed. You say he's called. He'll say, he's, he'll say he's doing well. If one of the things I've realized is that very few people will say that they are not doing well. Almost everybody says they are doing well. And when they are not, when they are not doing well, it's someone's fault. Yes, it's not them. It's not them. It's not them at all. It has nothing to do with them. It's, it's somebody else or, or it's something else. That's what has put them in that state. But, you know, if you are serious in the faith, how many of you are serious in the faith? How many of you want to go higher and higher? The scripture says that the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. That's the path of the righteous. A righteous man, his life gets brighter and brighter. His ministry gets brighter and brighter. It's not, his ministry doesn't start and then it tapers off. That's not biblical. That's not biblical. When that happens, it means that there's a problem because there are, there are junctions in ministry. There are junctions. You know, I, I know people, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, I know people that I can tell that they should have had maybe large, successful ministries now because they were... They were, they, were, they were good. Do you understand? Do you know what I mean when I say good? I mean, they were good. There was nothing wrong with them. They were good in prayer. 
coding, teaching the word. I mean, you can sit at their feet and listen to them for hours. I mean, they are good, good teachers. I mean, and good pastors. They can pastor and good in, administra- in administrative duties. I mean, they were like, they've got it. They didn't have water in their heads. They, they've got it. They understand things. And they, can, and they can do things. And they can get things done. But when I look at them today and where they are, from my little understanding, they got to a junction that maybe they should have turned right. Instead of turning right, they went straight on. They went straight on. So it, it's almost like Instead of their path, like the scripture says, their path getting brighter and brighter, their path didn't become brighter and brighter. So today you don't know them. Even when you meet them, we have to say a lot to you to convince you who they are. To tell that this person is, you know, he's got it, he has it. But there's really nothing to show and nothing to prove about what it is because of decisions that um, maybe were made that, should, that shouldn't have been made. So we, we, all, we all have good intentions. We all would like to serve God, work for God, do well in the work of the ministry, continue doing well, continue getting brighter and brighter and uh, moving, moving upwards in the things of the ministry. But the question should be, how will I know when I'm anointed? How would I know? How would I know that I've arrived at Gatwick? Is it, after I've, is it after I've driven for an hour, two hours, you know? Listen to people who will say that we were here before you came. Those are the unanointed. People will say, what you are doing, we've done it before. People will say, hey, we know about this, we know about this. Those are the unanointed. Because the work of God is not about how long you've been there for. And how long you've been around. There are some fruits and some things that you must have to show. It's not by how long I've been around for. I'm telling you, one hour, 15 minutes, or one hour, 30 minutes, I should be at Heathrow. A few days ago, four hours, four hours, I almost missed my flight. I've always said that I have a record that I've never missed my flight before. That day, I almost, my record almost went out that I've missed my flight. My flight was at 2.45 p.m. I got to the gates of Heathrow at 2.20 p.m. 25 minutes to take off. Come and see speed. I mean, 25 minutes, there's no way you can board a flight at Heathrow. You're not going to go through security. And all, there's no way. I ran to the counter. I said, look. I didn't even let them talk. I said, the flight has not left. I need to get on. They, they, they were wondering, which flight? <laughs> which flight? I said, it hasn't left. I have to go beyond. I have to get on. I have to get on. Let me go through. Just let me go through. They said, which flight? I said, okay. This is a flight. Yes, that's a flight. They said, but you have just 20 minutes. I said, yes, but it hasn't left. I don't know how I knew he hasn't left. But I kept saying he hasn't left. And they said, wait. Wait. Then they called. And just was talking. I didn't know what the other person was about. All I heard they say was, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. 
I'm sure I didn't even let her finish putting down the phone and I ran. I ran. I ran off. And then they have uh, Terminal 5, they have this place for the first class people to go through. I said, I'm coming through here. When I got there, I said, look, I have 20 minutes to board. Do you want me to go through where nobody goes through? He said, go, 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 go. I sat on the flight. <laughs> I sat on it. <laughs> I sat on that flight. <laughs> Through Anakazo, Biazo, and Anadea. I combined the three. Not for soul winning, for catching the flight. Yes. But also, so you can't use time that because I've been around for a long time. Otherwise, we should, we, should have, we should have a lot of large churches in the city of London. Because not today that we started appointing pastors. Long time ago, long time ago. So if, if it's just by long time, a lot of people should have mega ministries. Their problem by now should be halt. But they can't, they can't, find, they can't find where to meet. Yes. If it's by time. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm, try, I'm trying to delete some of the things that, this is, not, this is not what it means to be anointed. It doesn't mean that. I've been around for a long time, so it means that you are anointed. Because someone can easily, because I've been around, I am, anoint, I am anointed. Just like a grown-up, a grown-up. No disrespect to grown-ups, okay? You respect grown-ups if you are not grown-up yet. But just as you can meet a grown-up, sometimes in a public place, train, bus, wherever, and the person will be beating their chest and telling you that I'm older than you. It is sometimes as though being older than someone means that you are always right. But it also doesn't mean you are always right. It doesn't mean that. No disrespect for older people. Don't, if you disrespect old people, you'll be cursed. But I understand my point. Are you grown up to, are you mature enough to understand my point? Yes. But it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that, look, because the person is old. The person knows everything. Sometimes younger people knows, know a lot more. Younger people know a lot more. When you be the younger person, you, suddenly you discover, no, the younger person knows a lot more than the older person. They actually even know what to do. And the older person doesn't know what to do. The older person will tell you what can't be done. It's a, it's, a, it's a typical song for old people. What can't be done? How difficult it is to do something. It's like you can't do some things. Some things can't be done. Some things shouldn't be done. So, again, long driving. Time does not necessarily mean you have arrived where you set off to arrive. So, how will I know when I, when I how will I know what? When I am anointed, yes. How would I know? How many of you would like to know? Okay, so let's start. Since you like to know, let's start. Because look, did do we read the scripture? The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter. Your life is supposed to get brighter and brighter. The anointing on your life is supposed to be increasing, increasing, 
not decreasing, not becoming stale. Not that you don't know any new thing. You see, it's, it, it's, it's, been, it's been Genesis to Revelation. That's what the Bible has been for. However old the Bible is. It's, it's always been Genesis to Revelation. So, are you listening to me? So, another thing you will realize is that uh, if your path is getting brighter and brighter, even your understanding of scriptures will be getting better and better. The same scriptures, because it's, not, it's, not, it's nothing new. You see, when people, when people are losing the anointing, that is losing the spirit, that is when other subjects are forced into the church as a message. Someone was, I was in a meeting a, a few days ago, and someone was saying something about, something about something. And I said, this example you are giving, this thing that you are saying, this mind that you have, is something that you learned, you learned from uh, a powerful nation, a powerful nation of Christians. But you learned it when they were on the decline. You learned it in their backsliding days. Do you understand? You, le- you, learned, you learned it when they had become weaker because when they were strong, when they were strong, these are not the things they were teaching. And this is not what they were saying. The, ma- the mainstay main about them was not, was not a, a, a husband and a wife taking pictures for the ministry. The mainstay about them then in, the, in, the, in their peak and their strength was missions. Faith. Preaching faith. Preaching about prayer. Not, not standing in front of flowers and a husband and wife taking pictures. And teaching, teaching things that you don't, you, don't, you don't even know why it's being taught. So you, you see that when you copy someone or you are learning from someone in their weakness, in their weakness, you won't, let, you won't learn the right thing. My mother visited us. And uh, I said, oh, my mother. She has brought me up well. How many of you can see that I've been brought up well? How do you know? I said, because look, the woman is strong, strict. I mean, there isn't room for, for nonsense. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you know. So when she came, I said, wow, this is a good opportunity. We had two, two children then. The third one had not arrived. So I was telling my wife, oh, my mother will sort them out, cry, miss, I relax. This is, your, this is your season of relaxation. These children will be trained for you. But you see, what I didn't realize is that she had become a grandmother. Yes. When she had me, she was 25 years old. She was 25 when she had me. Young, fresh energy. Just 25. Means that, meaning that when I was 20, my mother was 45. Yes. Strong. I mean, she can match. I mean, when I was 20, she can match me and sort me out. <laughs> yes. So then we were in the house. This my little, little children. Little, I mean, little children. And I had to mind that there's somebody who can sort out a 20-year-old 
and 18, 18, 20, we're afraid of it. I mean, we were, we were, when I say afraid, I mean afraid. When she comes around, you stop everything that you I mean, you, you make sure that you are, you are, I mean, you are okay. But there, little children, little children, playing with things or spoiling things or doing something they shouldn't be doing. And we'll be wondering. She won't say anything. When we talk, then she will be telling us that it's okay. Leave them. It's okay. Even when she says to them, stop. And they don't stop. Then she'll be telling us that I told them to stop. They didn't stop. I said, hey, why didn't I get this when I was growing up? I wish I got this. I wish, I wish I got this that she has said stop and I didn't stop and she's saying it's okay that I haven't stopped. I wish I had that. Stop, you won't stop. You, 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 won't, hear, you won't hear stop anymore. You will feel stop. <laughs> you will feel it. You will feel stop. Yes, something will hit you. That means stop. Yes, you hear it. You say stop. Stop by you. I don't think it will be said more than twice. You feel something on your body. That means stop. And you will stop. You, you will stop. But you see, now she's older. Now she's older. So her training is different. Her upbringing is different. If you learn from her in her older years, no. And I think, I think grandparents spoil their, their, their grandchildren. They, they spoil them. They just enjoy them. I, I don't know. I don't know what if they, but I think they have a certain mind that these people and this child is not meant to be disciplined or inside. It's okay. You know, it's okay. It's okay. Let the child live. The child this. I know someone says that when her mother comes around, her mother will ask the children that. How much do you have in your account? Tell me so I'll double it. Yes. Yes. Meanwhile, she didn't get that. Yes. It's as though they have they don't know what to like they don't know what to do with themselves. They don't know what to do with their money. They say, How much do you have in your account? Tell me, I'll double it for you. So any figure they mention, then they double, take. Hey! Meanwhile, when you were growing up, you'll be told, get to the job. Yes. So can you imagine learning from these people in, in their, excuse me, in their falling state, falling from discipline? You won't learn the right things. You won't do the right things. They are, they are, not, they are not sinning. It's not a sin, but you won't learn what you need to learn. That's how it is when you learn from the church that was a shining church but has fallen. Now I'm teaching other things. I'm teaching economics. Business ideas. All sorts of twists and turns to the teachings on marriage. When you learn from these people, you, you won't do well. You won't advance in ministry but because they, that is not what they grew up on. And the ministry is supposed to get brighter and brighter. The anointing has to be fresh. Fresh on you. Fresh. People's anointings are going stale. 
stale. Have you, have you been to someone's house and they, they fried one of these things that they fry? Crab claws and uh, spring rolls. And what else do they fry? Samosa. You know, it's like, you just can't just finger food. There's something there. Then when it's put in front of you, you can't touch it. Why can't you touch it? Because you can smell that the oil that is used is old. It's old oil from the fryer that they have. Yes, the fryer that's been sitting there. They just put it in and they think that you don't know. Perhaps not even that they think you don't know. They are used to it. They're okay with it. They're okay with old oil. Old oil that they fried fish in, fried plantain in, fried um, shito in, fried yam in, recycle. I mean, use it over and over and over and over. You've got guests to that. You throw uh, spring rolls in it, then you are coming to serve it. You can't can smell it. Yes. That's how some of the ministries are. Because it's a person feels I've been around for a long time. So I am anointed. But the person is not aware that your revelation is not getting brighter and brighter. Your ministry is not getting brighter and brighter. Your understanding, your understanding of verses, the same Genesis 1-1, but it's not, it's not fresh. It's not fresh. It's the old, old things. Old things. That is why I have jumped to this chapter today and I feel I have to talk to you about how will I know when I am anointed? How? How will I know? How will I know how, when I'm anointed? And perhaps, perhaps for some of us, how will I know if I am still anointed? How will I know? If I've ever been anointed before, how would I know? So, number one. I said number one already. Pray that this time I'll say what number one is. Because I can easily come back to you to explain some more things. Hmm. How will I know? Number one. How will I know that I've reached Gatwick? <laughs> yes, it's not the time. It's not the age. Yes, how will I know? How many of you would like to know? How many of you are getting interested in the subject? I need to know when I become anointed. You need to know. Okay, so number one. When you begin to do certain things that your mentor or father does, it is a sign you carry his anointing. When you begin to do certain things that your mentor or your father does, then it is a sign. Like Elisha, he did many of the same kind of miracles that Elijah did. So you see, you see the, the song, the song the lady was singing, "Hard Follower." It's not, it's not just, it's not just music. It's preaching. It's preaching. A message is being given to you. That, that, so when you are following someone, you are following. 
If you are really following someone, you will see what the person has seen on the way. Even if the person is a mile ahead of you and you are following the person, when you, when you make a phone call or you send a WhatsApp, did you see a blue chair a few moments ago? The person said, oh yes, 20 minutes ago I went past a blue chair. It means you're on course. So you also say, oh, I've, also, I've just seen the blue chair. Oh, right after the blue chair, I've seen a red chair. Did you also see a red chair? Say, yes, there's a red chair about two chairs after the blue. Then you're on course. So when you start seeing things in your life that your father also sees and has, then you are on the road. Then you are on the road. Then you are on the road. Because Elisha saw it. He saw the same kind of miracles that Elijah had. He saw the same. Before, before he saw twice the number. But he saw the same things. The same kind of ministry. The same kind of ministry. If, Eli, if Elijah, Elijah could pastor 5,000 people, it means that when Elijah started pastoring, he could also pastor 5,000 people. Same, same, same. Same, 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 same. That means that you have the anointing, that is, you have the thing that it takes to function and to operate. You have it, you've got it. You've got it. You've got it. If your father mentor is a pastor, you see you are becoming a pastor. If he's a full-time pastor, you see you are becoming a full-time pastor. If he trains pastors, you see you are training pastors. If he plants churches, you say you are planting, you say you are into church planting. It's an anointing to be, to be into church planting. But the absence of church planting is barrenness. You see, the absence of many things in the ministry is barrenness. But usually we don't call it barrenness. We call it something else. If your father builds churches, you will see when you are, thro- you are thrown on Pluto, before you realize you've built a cathedral on Pluto, that's a hard follower. Hard follower, hard follower, hard follower. Having the same results. Same, 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 same results. Not I've been around for seven years. Not I've been around for 17 years. Not, do you know me? When I saw you were little. No, do you know me? I've sung in this choir before. No, do you know me? I was, I've also done this in Apache before. I've also done this here before. No, 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 don't talk. Don't you see those hear me, hear me this evening. Those are the words of the unanointed. Yes, yes, those are the words of the unanointed. When the unanointed begins to struggle, then he begins to hold on to things that are not signs. Yes, they hold on, they hold on to things that doesn't it doesn't mean anything, it doesn't mean anything in the ministry. He holds on to it and he points to it that I have this, I have that, I've been here, I've been there, but that is not the thing that's the anointing. The anointing, you will have it. If you have it, we will see the church working. Yes. I was also in my 20s when this church started. I was in my 20s. I was in my 40s or my 50s. I was in my 20s. The first, the, the first Sunday, I also wasn't married. I was a married man. 
Yes. The first service, I didn't have a, I was not a married man. I had a beloved, I didn't have. So it's like, when, I, when you say, okay, I don't have this, I also didn't have it. I was in my 20s and I was unmarried. Ooh. Yes. And we're all working here in London. Unmarried in our 20s. With little squirrels in beloved doses. Like you also have little squirrels. Yes. They are called pets. It's not a beast to run away from. They are pets. Squirrels just need nuts. Let's give you some cashew nuts to be okay. Yes. Little squirrels. Same, same, same. Squirrels don't kill. You even need it to give you a certain feel of exotic wildlife around. For you to know that there's, there's life. There's life and you're happy with the life you have. I was in my 20s. I was not in my 40s. I was not in my 50s. I entered my 50s just a few, a few days ago. All my life I've not been in my 50s till a few days ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've even been an elderly man. Till a few days ago. I can, count, I can calculate the number of days for you. A few days ago. Hmm? You can become anointed. That's what I'm saying. That's the point. You can become anointed. You can become anointed. You can do the work of God. And you can stay anointed. You can stay anointed. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. I pray that your life will be like the sun coming out during the summer season. Yes. Because by 3 a.m. you see that it's getting brighter and brighter. You would wonder, it's bright. When you look at it, it's 3.30, but it's bright. May you shine early. I said, may you shine early. And may you stay bright. So when you see the signs, when you see it, he has pastors in his church. I also have pastors. He's raising shepherds. I'm also raising shepherds. Planting churches. I'm also planting. I can also send people out on missions. Yes. I can have, I can have miracle services and take testimonies. Then you know, you are walking in certain, on a certain road. Yes. You pray people are healed. He prays people are healed. You are walking on a certain road. You have a church, seven people, the church is growing. It's reached 70. It's reached 700. It's getting to 7,000. It's an anointing. What, what does it take to grow a church? What does it take to grow a church? It takes anointing to grow a church. When the church is not growing, what you have when it's not growing? Mm-mm. 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 
Someone sent me a picture the other day of himself with a group of people. It's like his ministry that he has. And I looked at the people, you know, when you put your f- fingers on your phone like this and you do this, what does it mean? <laughs> uh-huh. So I zoomed in and I saw that a number of the people standing by him that he said his ministry that he has are people that I pastored about 20 years ago. Do, do you understand? So I said, when I meet him, I, said, I didn't want to tie. I said, when I meet him face to face, I'll tell him that you haven't started anything yet. Oh. You haven't started. I said, I'm going to tell you, you haven't started. Don't deceive yourself. Don't let anybody tell you the truth. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine you take a picture? You take a picture with Pastor Jude, Sheila, and uh, Pastor Beniza, and Eva. And you tell me that you started a ministry. Yo, this is your ministry. You just, you just finished finish a service. These are your ministry. These, these, these are people I preach to on Sundays and Tuesdays. I preach to them. <laughs> so, what are you saying? What are you saying? Therefore, what are you saying? You tell me you have a ministry. You sent me a picture of Pastor Edmund and Trudy that this book came for your ministry meeting. And I'm casting my mind. I said, look, either where you got them from, the spirit of barrenness is ruling there. Or you've been deceived. Someone is deceived. Someone is like giving you some bribe to keep you quiet. Because this is, this is not, this is, excuse me, this is not sheep. These are cattle. <laughs> Yes, yes, you've collected buffaloes. (laughs) You should see me sitting where I did this because I I wanted to be sure that I looked at each face. I said, "Ah, This person, this person. moving, can't you, are you not moving forward where have the, you know a, a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago I had a shepherd's meeting shepherds from the church that I pastor I pastor, I pastor one small branch in the, in the church, so I had shepherds meeting there, when I entered the shepherd's meeting, I realized that about 98% of people sitting there, I don't know them I don't know them and see, and I said, because it's always been, it's always been my aim that I need people that I don't know who are shepherds. You see, a shepherd means a person is devoted, devoted, committed in the church. As I was looking at them, I said, I don't know these people. In a lecture theater full of people, I don't know. I said, I don't know these people. So I kept asking them, are you, are you sure you are serious? Are you serious people in this church? Are you members of this church? They said, oh yes, we are members. We are still, we are here. We are working. We have this number of people here. We have this here. And I kept asking, are you sure? But you see, the fact that you can see new people means that the church is growing. Yes. If I go to First Love in Ghana, I mean, when people don't come to church, do you understand? The, the depressed day that people didn't come. It means there are 5,000. That's the day of depression. 
that attendance is very bad. I mean, it's like we need to have a meeting after church. Yes, that's first love in Ghana. Yes. So when I see my father moving, 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 I mean, the city, the city of Accra has cathedrals full every Sunday from UD pastors and bishops, cathedrals, full, every Sunday full, and then he, also in a small corner, when attendance is low, 5,000 people. And you say, you're following this person? You're following this person? And then you take a picture with Bishop Richard, Pastor Jude, Pastor Beniza, and you say, you've just finished a powerful service. Hey, let me tell you, you have cattle. Cattle. Buffaloes. I mean, look at us. You have buffaloes. Even our hair is finished. Look at us. Look at the three of us. We had hair. Some time ago, we had hair. Look at our heads. Look at our heads today. Our heads today. Yes. Are you, are you understanding my message? Yes. So you, when you measure yourself by your father, you will see what you have and what you don't have. Mm. 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 Do you see immediately? Not by, not by how long you've been around. Not by how long you've been around. Not by how long you've been around. The how long you've been around rather will give you the wrong message. Yes. Your father. Like Jesus said, I see my father working and I work. Yes. I see my father's works and I work in my father's works. But I have collected my father's cattle. And I'm showing you to my father that daddy look. <laughs> daddy look. It's like you've taken your father's suit and you have taken a picture and tell that daddy look, I bought a new suit. I think, I think you can understand that better. You've taken your father's suit and you've taken a selfie and said, Daddy, look, I've bought a new suit. What do you, the yard, what do you think? What do you think? I think you're wearing my suit. In case you don't know, in case you know you're wearing my suit, you have it, you have it. You don't even know the shop where suits are sold. <clears throat> Number two. It's when people make particular comments about your preaching. How will I know when I am anointed? When people make particular comments about your preaching. Which means that you should be preaching. You should be preaching every week. Every week you should be preaching. You should have somewhere that you preach. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach. To preach. He has anointed me to preach. There must be preaching. There's got to be preaching. And when you have preached, you will start hearing some comments about the preaching that you just preached. That's what will tell you that, ooh, I'm on the road. Not I've been driving for one and a half hours, so I'm at Gatwick. 
you will see north terminal, south terminal. You see certain signs that tells that you are approaching Gatwick. Yeah. When you hear the comments, when you hear the comments, you will know that, wow, anointing is working. Anointing is flowing. What are some of the comments that you hear? Do you want to hear some of the comments? Okay. Matthew 7, 28. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. Astonished. What's the meaning of astonished? Surprised? Surprised? Shocked? It's like, wow. It's like how you say, wow. What a word. Like how Pastor Jude will shout, what a word. The word is like a hammer. What a word. What a word. What a word. Wow. Coyote, if you start hearing, the, the children start repeating to their parents what you have preached to them. It means, it means your preaching is becoming oiled. There's oil. Oil is being sprinkled on your preaching. When the children start, they start saying the things. That, oh, today, today they'll say, today, brother, how do they call you? Coyote. Okay. All right. <laughs> Forgive. Yes. Yes. When he said, Coyote said this. You see, in the house, in the house. Because me, I ask, anytime, especially, say, especially a white church, I usually ask the parents, what do your children say at home? That's how I test. That's how I test who is in charge of white church. In case I haven't told you today, I'm telling you. I ask the parents, because I don't have a child in white church anymore. So I ask the parents, what do, you, what do your children say at home? Do they make reference to what the, whoever is in charge has said? Or they don't understand anything? Maybe they even sleep. But when they start making comments, when I hear this mother saying this, this father saying this, I know that, ah, the words of coyote has been tampered with oil. It's been tampered with oil. Tampered with oil. Yes. Because something will be said about your preaching. Everybody, everybody who preaches, everybody who preaches, someone will come in and say that I was powerfully blessed. I believe that while everybody hears it. But you see, it's, it's a certain level of consistency and some particular statements. Not just we're blessed. Everybody when they are they preach, they are, I'm say I've been blessed so far. If I end now, I'm if you say you are you are yeah, I know. I know. I won't get to my house, I'll get about 10 messages. We're very blessed. This I mean. Especially times, times when I'm most tired and my mind is not even on what I'm doing. That's when I get a lot of messages. We're very blessed today. Like last Sunday. My eyes were half closed as I was preaching. I was just, I couldn't wait for the service to be over. But then I finished, it was very powerful. We are going to do this. Very, very, I was wondering, I said, I wonder this, but are they, are they even mocking me? Is that they could see that I was struggling, so they feel like, let's encourage him, because today we could see that he wasn't, he wasn't understanding what he was saying, so let's just encourage him. But that's when you see them. See, because it's the, it's the anointing. It's the anointed. It's the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit. Thank you. It's the Holy Spirit. 
that they were astonished at his doctrine. That is his teaching. Doctrine is teaching. Doctrine is teaching. And you see, everything that is given you to do in the ministry, make sure, make sure it gets better and better. Don't let it die a natural death. Because when you are given an assignment, till you are told stop, it means you are expected to continue. Yeah. When you see it's, it's dying, it's when you see that it's dying a natural death, it's like the thing is dying off. So you have to continue pursuing the anointing. When it's dying off, it's dying off so much so that you need to be changed. You need to be replaced. You need to be replaced quickly. People have been given things to do. They, nobody has said stop, but they've stopped. They couldn't hold it up. They couldn't keep it. They stopped. It's died off. It's anointing that is missing. Nothing but anointing. Nothing but whatever is given you to do, it must get better. It must get better. It must look better. It must sound better. Whatever, no matter how small it is. But center leader, center leader, whatever you have, whatever you have, never despise what you have. It must get better. It must get bigger. It must shine more. 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 Never come back with excuses and stories. The way you are, things are difficult. You know, this place is like this. This place is like that. Oh, oh, oh. oh we are looking at you. We are looking at you and saying in our heads that, you know, he doesn't know what works. Doesn't know what works. Whatever is given to you, it must get bigger. It must get better. And it must shine brighter. Brighter, better, bigger, brighter. BBB. It must get better. It must get what? Bigger. bigger. And it must become what? Brighter. Brighter. It must become brighter. Anything that's given to you. Even if you start with cattle, buffalo, that should just be your, it must be your first meeting that we see the cattle. Afterwards, we must see fresh sheep. We must see lambs. Lambs bleating all around. Then we see the sheep are also growing. Then they've also given birth to sheep bleating around the Do we know that the thing is getting better, bigger, and brighter? That's the anointing. That's the person with anointing. That's the person who has anointing on his life. It gets better. Why there's no anointing? Hmm. Before I realize you even stop, you stop without announcement. I don't know how many pastors have seen it before. You ask someone to do something before I realize they've stopped. They, they have stopped and they've dashed. <laughs> they don't even say bye bye. They don't even say why they stop. Before the whole thing, oh, this thing that we've done, we've done it's enough. It's enough. It's okay. It's okay. We stopped. Hmm. Mark chapter 6, verse 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? 
And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. You see, in this ministry, in the UD, is a gift and a secret power called the Macarius. It's a, very, it's, a, it's a very unique and anointed thing that we have. But a lot of people have not been able to plug in well to translate the power into the small world that has been given to them. Because your teachings, your preachings will draw crowds. It will draw them. It's a secret of the UD. That thing in that box. It's, it's, it's a secret and a secret power. That when you start, when you start when you, when you start talking about it, people will say, what wisdom is this? They will even ask, where did he get these things from? And they say, how come, how come he has these mighty works? Mighty works. Where did he get it from? It's a secret box. That we stare say, oh yeah, yeah I have one. We say, oh yeah, I have one. I have one. I have one in my house. I even have two. I even have two. Recently, I've even bought my wife one. So I have three now. But you should be able to translate that power. Translate that power. You see, it's not just, it's not just standing behind the pulpit and speaking. The anointing. The anointing. You need to be anointed. For when you speak, people should be able to say, one, from whence has this man these things? Can you, can you give it to us in English so that I, I can read it better in English? Has it come in English? Where did this man get these things? First comment. What is this wisdom given to him? And then what are these miracles that he's, are being performed by his hands? Can you see comments and questions being asked because of the anointing comments? It's like wisdom. It's like, it's like in the first place, when he speaks, it's like the things are so clear, so real, so powerful. It's like we've never heard such teachings before. We've never heard such teachings before. You can't easily come by such teachings. So where did he get them from? And then the wisdom. You see, when someone has wisdom, the person has solutions to problems. That's wisdom. Wisdom is how to do something. How to do. So when the person has wisdom, after listening to the person, you know what to do. You know what to do. You know what went wrong. You know what to fix. That's wisdom. So where did he get this wisdom from? And then the miracles that are performed by his hands. The miracles. The miracles. An anointed person doesn't shy away from ministering to people to be healed and for situations to change. An anointed person doesn't shy away from it. He will say, let's pray. An anointed person will say, let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. In other words, we have a God who can answer we have a God. Let's give it to our God. Let us pray. That's an anointed person. Let us pray. Not giving clever advice and clever speeches. Because in prayer, there's power. 
There'll be miracles. That's where, that's where every Sunday you have a testimony. Why are testimonies drying out? Why are there no testimonies? There shall be testimonies. I said, there shall be testimonies. Yes. There shall be testimonies. That's that. These are the questions. These are the things we're asking Jesus. Is it not Elijah who said to the other, other uh, prophets of Baal that, come, let's see who has power. And he poured water on the logs. He said, come, let, let, us, let us see who has power. He said, an anointed person gets excited in the face of issues and problems and challenges. He said, come, let us see who has power. Let us pray. Today, let us pray. And see who will get an answer to his prayer. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Someone invited me to preach in his church. After I finished preaching, you know, there were other pastors around and whatnot. So, he was attempting to introduce me to some of the pastors around. When he got to one of the guys, one of the pastors, I don't even know his name because we didn't get the chance for his name to be mentioned. He just said to him, oh, do you know, I don't even think he said bishop. He said, do you know, and he was, you know, and the pastor said, yes, I know him. I see him on YouTube all the time with the youth. Do you know youth? Youth is youth, youth. It's like, it's like, it's like I'm not a pastor. I'm with children. I'm with children. He said, oh, yeah. He didn't hear my name. I didn't hear his name. I didn't get a handshake. And and do you know what happened? And he walked off. He walked. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see see him on YouTube. I see him on YouTube with the youth. With the youth. I said, wow. But see, I wasn't this guy. I was very much encouraged. I said to myself, I said to myself, it means that I have entered into a new terrain. Yes. Because in this hall, in this hall, we still do, and we have had, what haven't we had before? Conventions, great ministers, mention the name, we have brought them here before. Yes, but it, it, it just said, it just ministered to me that, have you heard, you've moved on. Yes, you've moved into another chapter. You've moved, you've moved into uncharted waters. You are in a place, you are in a place where people can't even recognize what has been done. And that is by following my father. I see my father move and have moved. Yes, because it's not, it's not like we haven't had programs and oil and those things, oil dripping. I'm not, I don't despise it. If I get the chance right now to anoint you, I'll be very, very excited for you to receive anointings and powers. How if you like me to anoint you with oil? <laughs> okay, you sit down. Yes, but, but you see, it's, it's like there's another thing that to be done. That you may not realize that it's it perhaps it's even more difficult. Sometimes I see him on YouTube. I see me on YouTube all the time with the youth. <laughs> the youth. And with that, he walked out of the room. I said, Wow. Wow. My host didn't even know what to do. He just moved on to the next person. Like, oh yeah, you know, smiling. But yeah, I was as I was saying hello to the next person, I was thinking about the youth. Think about the youth. Think about the youth. And rejoicing in my heart. That wow. Don't let people discourage you. Don't let things discourage you. Be be quick. 
interpret some of the noises and sounds that you hear to know that it's actually a voice of a blessing. A voice that is pointing out to you that you have been blessed. You have been blessed. You have been blessed. You have been blessed. Yes. Do you want another verse or the next point? Mark eleven eighteen, And the scribes and the chief priests heard it and saw how they might destroy him for they feared him because all the people was, is it was or where? All the people was astonished at his doctrine. It sounds like people, the English that people speak around this area. No offense, no offense, no problem. Okay. I mean, you know it's true. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure that... Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, let me move. Let me get another verse that is more peaceful. Luke chapter 2 and verse 47. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. They were astonished. All the people that heard him were astonished. Not was astonished. Were astonished. And then Luke 4.32 And they were astonished at his doctrine for his word was with power. His word was. May your words be with power. Yes. Yes. Pacenta leader, you can gather five people. May your words be anointed from today. I said may your words be anointed from today. When you say come, they will come. Yes. When you speak to them, they will believe. Yes. His word was with power. 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 Do you know what I pray for you about? I pray that there shall be lumps in your field. Lumps. That is, the sheep has given birth. New faces. New people. New life. That's a sign of life. It's a sign of life. You see, a home, a home where someone has given birth, is a home, is a place of life. There's a certain joy and peace and sweetness in that home. That there's new life. There's new life. When the new life is not coming, it's like there's a problem. That there's a problem. It's like, how do we even solve this problem? How do we even overcome this problem? What, what can we do? Life. So, may there be lambs in your field lambs bleeding lambs skipping lambs lambs skipping all over skipping all over sit down one of the beautiful one of the beautiful signs sights is after church if you have somewhere that you can hide a spider sheep they see them mingling with each other around. It's a beautiful thing. It's a, I have a place that I go, and, I go and hide and I look at people. Yeah. I, even saw, I even saw my daughter on Sunday. That's outside the church talking to this tall guy in a drug suit and plaited hair. 
He's done cornrow. And I was wondering, where does she know this person from? Where does she know him from? Who's this guy? But she was, I don't know what they were talking about. But she was she actually started dancing in front of the guy and giving him fans like, hey, hey, hey. I was looking. At this point, my heart started beating. So I took my phone and I called her. And he said, hello, daddy. And I said, who is that? <laughs> oh, who is that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but you see, after church, you, you, you see fellowships. You see clicks, groups, fellowshipping, eating. They like eating chicken a lot. Eating chicken, going out to eat this, going here. You see, they'll go. They'll go. After church, they disappear. And then they reappear. You see, they all just come back for meetings and different things and fellowship and laughing and joking and teasing. And then those who are depressed for the day are depressed and crying. By the following week, you see, they are lifted up. I mean, you see, you see different things. It's a beautiful sight. It's, it's life. It's life. It's life. It's life. It's life. May you have life. Where you are, may there be life. May there be boys with cornrows. Tracksuit tops and bottoms. Hey, the guy looks serious though. Tall guy. Cornrow. Do you know cornrow? Yes, he's done cornrow. And he was holding, I think, KFC. He was talking to the, to the girl. The girl was teasing him. I said, hey, sheep. I said, but you know, but play with the right sheep. <laughs> I said, no. Well, the sheep, if you play with them, your whole life can be spoiled. Kaba shiba kata shiba Number three. The third thing that when you see, you will know that, ah, ah, anointing. Anointing has come upon me. Anointing has come. It's healing. It's a sign that you are anointed. Healing. Healing. Healings. 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 Healing. Pray for the sick. They will be healed. Healing. Healing is a sign of that. You see, there are some things that you can't fake it. You can raise your voice to get people excited in preaching. You can raise your voice. You can, you can tell jokes. Even, even, even as you are preaching, you can even find something. That, you can say one thing and the congregation gets excited. And then you don't move away from it again. And feel that like you've had a very powerful service. But it doesn't mean I'm not you just found what excited them, and you never, you never changed that. You never changed that story. You never changed that joke. You never changed that thing. You didn't move on for the rest of the hour. You kept repeating yourself because it's exciting the people. 
But when it gets to healing, you can't fake it. You can't fake it till you make it. <laughs> One brother advised his friends, he said, fake it till you make it. <laughs> you can't fake it till you make it. You can't fake it till you make it. You can't. You can't fake it till you make it. It's real. You're either healed or you're not healed. It's either real or it's not real. Healings. So, now, they, these are things that now you see clear that is there anointing or no anointing? Is there anointing or there's no anointing? Has anointing come or the anointing hasn't come? We finish praying and say, now, if you're here and you're healed, not that you are believing God to be healed in the future, but practically you came here with a problem and you can see that problem is not there anymore. You couldn't see in your right eye, but now you can see. You couldn't hear in your left ear, but now you can hear. You couldn't move your finger, now you can move it. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. Hey, what if nobody lifts up their hand? Because people have problems. As they're sitting there, people have problems. You don't, know, you don't know anybody's problem. You don't know people's problems. Everybody is sitting there cooling. I went for a shepherd's, a shepherd's uh, meeting in one of our churches up north. It was a shepherd's meeting. It's a shepherd's meeting. So I said, okay, I've finished, finished preaching. I'm sure I must have preached for about three hours or four hours. Lord, there's the shepherd be like this, be this, be this. Let's stand up and pray. I said, no, I prayed. And I just said, well, if you are not well in any part of your body, this is a shepherd, so everybody looks well and sound. And this person said, is anybody healed? Then the, 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 the team behind me singing, helping them sing it, the lead singer was crying, falling on the ground. I said, what is that problem? Can you believe what the problem was? She had a boil at a place that you can't discuss. A boil. A boil. The boil has been sitting there. Painful. Oozing. There's a boil. It was there. It was sitting there. I mean, it was there. <laughs> I can't say where it was, but your imagination is as good as mine. Yes. And now there she is. And she said, the ball, not that it's best. Or it's a, the ball has disappeared. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Do you know, there's nothing there. It's gone. Yes. And she was standing in front of her and said, I can't feel it. It's gone. You know, it's, I mean, it's gone. Today, the floodgates are opened. <laughs> yes. Healings. 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 Healings is a sign. Acts 10 38. <laughs> How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. You want to go on? 
and then other things continue. Healing, all that were oppressed of the devil. There's healing when there's anointing. There's healing. Healing of the broken heart. Healing of the disappointed. A lot of sisters have feelings. They have feelings. Instead of dismissing them, say, oh, this girl, she's too moody. She's too moody. You know, she's too moody. Today she's up, tomorrow she's down. No, she needs healing. She needs to meet an anointed person that will suddenly say that, hey, this girl, she used to be very grumpy. But now, look at her. Outspoken, strong. It's healing of the heart. Healing of the heart. A lot of, look, a lot of souls are affected by things. People are growing up, people are coming up. A lot of things affect people. When a lady's heart is broken, look, don't joke with that thing. And they too, they shouldn't joke with it. They shouldn't joke with it by accepting it and living a broken, a broken hearted life for the rest of your life. When a lady's heart is broken, a lot of you brothers who play with girls as though. Yes. As though you have a wooden door. No, they have hearts. So they have real hearts that control their moods and their feelings. You don't play with it. You don't play with it. Because when it's broken, it really hurts. I mean, they are actually, they, they don't even behave in a normal way. If you know one whose heart has been broken, she's not normal. She's usually not normal. Her actions are not rational. Her behavior is not, you even wonder why. Sometimes you see 10 years, 10 years after, when she sees this person, she's so angry. angry. I mean, you wonder, I mean, why? Why? Why are you angry? Why are you angry? They can't even relate with the person. They can't, I mean, it's like, as long as the person appears, their mood changes. Not the Ben MP type. Not the type. <laughs> yeah. The mood changes. They, get, they become angry. Maybe you haven't seen one before, you haven't really noticed or understood. But you see, she's always angry. It's when the person is always around, she's always angry. Irritated. Even on Christmas, if the person says Merry Christmas, I'm sure she'll still, she'll, she'll. Yeah. They're not normal. They're not normal. Be healed of every disappointment. Yes. Be healed. And when you are healed, be wise. Be wise, yes. Be wise so that you can be normal. Be wise. Don't just be throwing yourself at people. Hmm? Number four. Are you understanding how you know that you'll be anointed? Yes. So as a person, you are told, are there healings in your, in your life and ministry? Are there healings? As a person, are there healings? 
And as a person, how often are there healings? How often? And then now advise the person that maybe you should have more healing services. Sheila, have healing services. Say, this is a healing service. Yes, healing service. And gather your congregation and preach to them and pray for them. Have healing service, not shepherd service that you turn it into a healing uh, something. No. Healing service. Call it healing service or we call it salvation night. Salvation as souls are saved Then you pray for the sick Then you take testimonies Stand in your church Stand in your church Stand in your church And have the healing service Don't hold back Don't hold back Don't hold back Do it Yes Next week Sharp Stand there Have a choir Or TSAs Yes if you, don't have, you don't have TSA, just check. You see that somebody hasn't got a service somewhere. Go and borrow their TSA. Say, come. Say, you come. Come and sing for me. Afterwards, I'll give you orange juice. Come. <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't give anybody money for coming to do anything. Give them orange juice and apple juice. Don't give anybody money. Mm. Yes. Say, just come and sing for you. Say, hey, I've checked your church. There's nothing happening there. Come. Come and sing for me. God will bless you. Don't come and sing. You sing beautifully when you finish. You, 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 feel, you will feel like Catherine Coleman. Yes. Stand up and preach. Pre- Look, it's the word, the word of God. It's very powerful. Preach the word when you finish. So if you are here and you are sick in any part of your body, place your hand there. If you can't, put your hands on or lay your hands on your chest and begin to pray when you finish say every eye closed, every head bowed if you are here, you came here with a sickness and you can see the sickness is no more there the pain is no longer there God has healed you practically not that you are believing God for the future but practically as you are standing there the sickness has disappeared lift up your right hand you'll be shocked you even fall down. You say, hey, me. Are they sure? Are they sure? Yes. When they lift up their right hand and they come, let's take a couple of testimonies. They tell the church, I sit down and let's hear some testimony. Sit down, let's hear some testimony. Walk in the footprints of your father. He has miracles, crusades all the time. Walk in it. Walk in it. Walk in it. Walk in it. Walking it, walking in that place, walking that place. Can I do the children? You have to pray for them. Yes, don't just take them to Top Park and uh, what do they call that place? No, the winter one. There's something they do. Winter Wonderland. Yes, no. Have spiritual meetings with them. So you see, little girl, like 12 years, 14 years, but she's only having suffering from heartbreak. And pain. Pray for her early. Pray for her early before someone marries her and the person will be wondering, what, what is that I've brought into this house? Doesn't even know that this person only talks during church hours. From the morning, 6 a.m., 6 a.m. to whenever, the person doesn't talk. Look, one day I went to a pastor's house. 
If you know this pastor, you will know. Very, the wife, very alive in church. Alive, the wife is alive. Alive, loud, mover. I mean, she said mover. I remember I went to visit them. When I got to the house, she was not there. She had gone to work. She hasn't come home. So the husband started talking. The reverend started speaking from the bottom of his heart. The house, when you open the door, and you take a few steps, there's a staircase that goes up to the bedrooms. Right is the kitchen. So you move this way, kitchen. Left is sitting room. That's the house. So he said, my wife, that you know her, over in church, she's like the life of the church. So when she walks into this house, Monday to Friday, when she walks into this house, one, two, three, the kids would have dropped some toys or some whatever, their clothes. She picks, 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 and she climbs up the stairs. She said, that's it for the day. I said, will she eat? She said, no. She said, if she will eat, maybe she will come down later in the evening to come and eat something little. She said, not a word. She doesn't talk. I said, are you serious? She said, doesn't talk. But, but she's the loudest. She's, a, she's like a great blessing in the church that he pastors. Great blessing. Help her. I said, no. Totally depressed. Totally depressed human being. But you wouldn't even know. <laughs> I don't know why you are becoming cool on me. <laughs> totally depressed human being. He said, not a word. Not a word. So if you hear a word, then the children have done something. Then she might shout a couple of times, but that's it. Because she's going to the room, she's going to sleep. That's it. Saturday, she doesn't come out at all. Sunday, then let's go to church. Let's go and act. Yes, let's go and act in church and go home. Yes. You don't believe it till you see it. Be healed of every disappointment. <laughs> Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. How many do you have? Just three. Okay, four. Let's close the service. Four. Ministering to the poor, to poor people, is a sign of the anointing. Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's why when you say I preach to the youth, I laugh because what's the difference between a young person and an older person? Is it not money? Yes. It's like, oh, this, this is when you go and you go and raise funds, you don't get anything. But if I raise funds, I'll get more money from the youth, from, you know, I don't want to mention their names. Yes. They are more liberal. And perhaps even more spiritual. But the poor. It's easy to go to a place where the people look chunky. Chunky. Tuna chunks. 
chunky tuna flakes. People look chunky and they look, you know, powerful. When the people look poor, you guys don't say, well, what am I going to do in this poor place? But when you're anointed, you'll be attracted to the poor. Yeah, you'll be attracted to the poor. And you minister to the poor. And you will build something great out of those people. Number five. Evangelism is a sign of the anointing. Acts 1.8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me. Both in Jerusalem and in all Judea. And in Samaria. And unto the uttermost parts of the earth. The absence of evangelism. It's a sign of the lack of the Holy Spirit. The absence of evangelistic programs and activities is the absence of the Holy Spirit. There has to be things all the time. Savings, and everything should be geared towards savings of souls. When you hear Father's Day, it must be coined in a way that it means that it is a day where all fathers bring souls. Not all fathers, not all fathers wear blue jeans. I beg you. Not all fathers wear blue jeans. On your Mother's Day, it is a day where those mothers and sisters in the church should lead at least 10 souls into the service. It's not a day to cut cake. It's not a day to cut cake. Or some pastor's wife who doesn't read her Bible to come and preach. Because she's been told that you are preaching on Sunday. That's not, that, that is not Mother's Day. That's not Mother's Day. It's a day. See, anything you hear and you see, if you have the Holy Spirit, you will see evangelism. It, it, just, it just rings a bell. This is our chance. This is our chance. This is our chance to save souls. Things that save souls, things, events that bring soul winning has to be organized all the time in the church. All the time. All the time. What's it? I got baptized first. Huh. When you walk on that beach and you don't preach, you don't go with flyers, things that will lead, will, you can lead people to Christ. You can't design a nice flower with the address of your church and the, and, the, and the sinner's prayer at the back. Allow me to call you some to say that you, 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 you don't have, you know what I mean. Yes, I don't want to say it anymore. Yes. I mean, how, how can you go and walk around and just eat and fun and then come back and say souls will perish? That today souls can perish. No. Every chance we have, if you have the Holy Spirit, it will be ringing in your ears. Salvation. 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 You say you have dancing stars. Where are the souls that the dancing stars have won? The souls. So, so what are you doing? You say you have film stars? Where are the souls that the film stars have won? Where are the souls? What are they doing? If you have the Holy Spirit, if you are anointed, there will be evangelism. Number six. Pastors must take the whole church on evangelism. Take the whole church. 
Take the whole church, go and stand wherever there is space. And there must be preaching. There must be preaching. You are not comedians. To go and stand somewhere and just, and just jump and, and, and come and sit at home. There must be preaching. A pastor who is anointed will stand up and preach. Regardless of threats or whatever that is, you will stand up and preach. Even for five minutes, you will preach and make altar call. Let's go and stand somewhere and say that you are, you are teaching on raising the image of the black boy. Don't be silly. Six, missions to the ends of the world is a sign of the anointing. Missions to travel, to send people. I, I pray that when I come to your church, I can get missionaries from your church. That there will be people who are ready and capable. Not, not to go on holiday for six months. To actually stay, live, and be ready to die and actually have a church. No, God has missions. And you go, you plant a church. You have a church there, a church with people. Hmm. Otherwise, just stay here with us. Number seven. Traveling to minister is a sign of the anointing. The Bible says that Jesus went about doing good and healing people. Traveling for the sake of the gospel. Traveling. So I've been traveling to Spain and Malta. And where else have you been going? Morocco and Dubai. You've reached Dubai now. Okay. Yeah. Now your traveling, your traveling has to be because of the work of God. And then when you start getting invitations to come and minister, yeah, it's the anointing. It is the anointing. It is the anointing. Hallelujah. Number eight, various good works are a sign of the anointing. Mark 1.18 And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. To have even people following you is a sign of the anointing. When you anointed, you draw people. People are drawn to you. People are drawn to you. Philippians 2.13 For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So the anointing makes you desire certain things. It's the anointing that will make you desire that I want to work for God. I want to serve God. It's the anointing that will make you desire. Bishop is preaching here. I want to go there. Bishop is in, in Namibia. I want to go there. It's the anointing. It's, it's a certain anointing, a certain grace on your life that makes certain things attractive to you. Yeah. But the healing Jesus have been having campaigns for Yes, over 10 years, you've never felt like going. Mm -mm. But you feel like going to Malta. And Dubai, I hear, I'm hearing Dubai now, that, that you've added Dubai to your list. Dubai. Yeah. Londoners, are you hearing? 
Are you recovering from your backslidings? Because you can say you don't have desire for certain things. Isn't it? You didn't just campaign on no holidays. It's like, okay, they should do it. They should do it. We'll watch it, we'll watch it on YouTube. We see him on YouTube all the time. Praying for the youth. to travel, to travel. Wow. May there be travelers for the sake of the ministry, travelers. Colossians chapter 3. I'm sure that anointing makes you do different things, different good works. Colossians 3, verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Verse 2. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. The anointing makes you desire heavenly things, spiritual things, and not earthly things. Exodus chapter 31. Verse 1. Verse 1, yes. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, verse 2. See, I have called, I have called by name, Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Her, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. Verse 4. To devise cunning works, to work in gold, and in silver, and in brass. Verse 5. And in cutting of stones, to set them in, to set them, and in carving of timber, to work in all manner of workmanship. So it's like when you have the Holy Spirit, you see that different things begin to work in your life. You have wisdom, you have understanding, you have knowledge, and you become a builder. A builder. You can build in things. All these things are by the Holy Spirit and the anointing. God bless you and stand to your feet. (laughs) I think now you can see whether you are becoming anointed or not, isn't it? It's all by age. It's all by you've been around for a long time. Now you can, you can see, at least I've given you eight things. Each one has things hidden in it that you can use to say, hey, am I anointed? Am I anointed? Go to church. Since you started the church, you see the cattle. Yes, the cattle. No lamps. No lamps. It's the cattle. The cattle are still there. Cattle with horns. Horns. Fighting over the female sheep. That's all the fights you're always solving. You're always solving fights of bull versus bull. They need lamps. New life. New life. Even the, even the type of problems that you're always solving, the church tells you this, this. It tells you the age of the church. And it tells you whether anything is changing in the church. The type of issues that you have. 
always dealing with this issue. Always dealing with this issue. Instead of training people, you are always solving fornication problems and marital problems. Marital problems. This person has gone to sleep with this person. Look, I, there was a, there was a, I'm sure there was a revelation to me. I said, look, Satan, you cannot employ me. You can't employ me. I will not allow you to employ me. You may not know, but as some cases when it comes, I don't say anything. I don't approve of it, but I will not say anything. You will not, you will not get me attending to it. No, 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 no. I attend to what I want to attend to. Yes. If I come and join my church, you see that I will not mind you. I will not mind you at all. At all. I will not even look in your direction. I mean, I have people who will deal with it, but not me. <laughs> yeah. I'll refer you immediately. I'll refer you immediately. So, no, no, these people, these people they'll, solve, they'll solve it. I have meetings that I want to have. Yes. You can't go and chase somebody somewhere that you've given, come in to give me a job to do. They're coming to sit down for two hours to ask you that, why did you take your trousers? Oh, look. Look. No. 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 If those are right, they should, they know. When they start talking, they will see, they will see that I'm feeling sleepy. Yes, I'm feeling sleepy. Because I feel Satan's about to employ me. He wants to give me something to do. I have things to do. He said, I'm, I'm very, I'm very lazy about some things. I'm so, I feel so tired. He said, you are saying your important things. But when I open my mouth, I'll ask you about something. I mean, far from what you are talking about. If you are clever, you will get the message that I'm saying that change the topic. Change the topic. Change the topic. Change the topic quickly. Change the topic quickly. Change the topic quickly. Change it quickly. Let's change it. Do you want to pray to become anointed? Pray for two minutes to become anointed. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Ask Him for the Holy Spirit. You can become anointed. You can. You can. You can. You can. You can. You can. You can become. You can become. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Ask Him for the Holy Spirit. You can. You can. You can. Whatever you do in the church can change. And if you don't do anything, you can be drawn to do something. You can be drawn. You can be drawn. You can be drawn to do something and to do more. 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 Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the precious Spirit of the living God. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Father, thank you. Let there be oil 
on the heads of your people, on your precious servants, on your dear servants. Let there be oil on their heads, on their lives, Lord. Let them be anointed. Let them be called anointed. Let them be called anointed. Thank you, Father, for your anointing, Lord. May their heads never be dry. May every minister, every helper, every pastor, every shepherd, every support ministry, Lord, a minister in this place, Lord, may their heads not be dry. May they have oil on them. Oil to serve you. Oil to work for you, Lord. Oil to perform their duties effectively, Lord. Let the oil be present. May they always have oil. May they always have oil. May there be dew, Lord. Let the dew fall on them, Lord. Thank you for freshness. Thank you for newness of life. Thank you for lamps, Lord. Lamps that shall be born. Lamps that shall be born, Lord. New life, Lord. Let it come upon them, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thanking you. Thanking you for your good works. Thanking you for your mercies. In the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is still closed and we're still in prayer, you are here this evening. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Someone invited me to church. Or I've been going to church. But I've not been serious with you. I want to be serious with God. Pastor, please pray with me. I feel far from God. I want to be saved. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a new person. I want that power from God to live a good life. If you're here like that, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Very quickly, lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand, very quickly, and I'll pray with you. Very quickly, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus today. I need Jesus in my heart. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. Lift it high so I can see you. If you don't lift it high, I can see you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. You also want to join in. You want to give your life to Jesus today. It's about salvation. Salvation. Keep it up. Keep it up. Salvation. Pastor, pray for me. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Now you have your hand lifted up. I want to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come. Come out of your seat and come to me. Come. Yes. Come and stand in the front. Stand in the front facing me. Yes. Come. Come from wherever you are. Come. You lifted up your hands. Come. Come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come and give your life to Jesus. Let's close our eyes. Let's bow our heads together. Every eye close, every head bowed. Say this prayer after me, especially those of us in front. I want the whole church to help us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I have come to you today. I am a sinner. Please forgive me.
of all my sins. Please wash away my sins. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is alive. I believe Jesus died for me. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for them. May they be a planting in your house. May they be stable in your house. Make them fruitful in your house. Make them giants in your house. Make them strong men and strong women in your house, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Still praying. You came late, my brother. Say this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus who died for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, I receive you today into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, please forsake, forgive me. Please forgive me of all my sins. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, let them be blessed. Keep them in your house. Establish them in your house. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Let them be new. Let wherever they've come from, their neighborhoods, their families, let them be surprised. Let them ask, what change is this? Let that change take place by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.